0: Hello everybody. Today is Tuesday, October 6th, 2015. This is Getting Geeky and I am your hostess, Miranda Janelle. This morning when I woke up, I made a prediction. And I made, a, I, I made this prediction for a very simple reason. I knew at least one third of it would come true. The prediction was, my predictions for tonight on GabNet. Damien mentions the new Microsoft Windows 10 devices, especially the Surface Pro, which leads to a minor jab at the iPad Pro. I was dealing with something at the time, and unfortunately I did not get to listen to Damien's show tonight. But I did hear that because of my prediction, he did indeed bring it up so i am going to take that as a point in my book all right second prediction alex mentions the new roku 4 and takes a stab at the apple tv for not having 4k now that the roku does Again, I did not get to listen to Alex's program this evening because I was taking care of something tonight, and I have no idea if he actually did bring up the Roku 4 and whether or not he made a jab at the Apple TV, but consider this me taking that jab for him, I guess, I don't know, maybe, something like that. But I'm not going to give myself a point on that one. I have absolutely no confirmation whatsoever whether or not he brought up Roku at all tonight. Okay. Now, this is one... This is almost guaranteed, this next one. The Queen of Gabnet gets made fun of for saying it's time to retire her summer pajama dresses in favor of thicker pants and long-sleeve shirts because she Woke up cold. Shout out to Megan. Yeah, that's right. I woke up with a chill in my bones. It was a whopping 60-something degrees outside. I don't know. It was honestly probably in the 70s in my apartment, but the moment that I flung those blankets off, oh, I got a shiver. And I dove right back under those blankets as fast as I could, and I stayed there for a while, at least long enough to write that post. (laughs) So, yes, go ahead, bring it on, make fun of me. I get cold very, 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 very easily. Uh, And Johnny says, what's really going to bake your noodle later on (laughs) <laughs> oh no, I need to move my my uh my notifications are actually covering up uh uh the tweet. I was just trying to read. Bad notifications, bad. Uh what's really going to bake your noodle later on is would you still have broken it if I hadn't said anything? Vulcan hashtag there is no spoon. <laughs> Uh, yep, there it is. I'm getting made fun of in personal messages. Yeah. Um. H- however, if I hadn't read, uh, yeah, Johnny's right. That is going to bake my noodle. Would people have actually made fun of me uh, had I not mentioned the prediction? And I'm going to say yes because you people make fun of me all the time when I bring up the ridiculous temperatures at which I get cold. I can't help it. I guess I have thin skin. Or something like that, I don't know, <laughs> oh, look at this, um Alex, if you want to tweet the show, you gotta send it to at getting geeky m j because technically, I don't look at my my uh Miranda Janelle account, but uh Alex does say I did not talk about the Roku four if I did, I would know or if I did, I would know that the apple t v is also four k but it's not, um, at least not the one that's being released. Uh, Apple has not said anything about it being 4K. So jab away, Alex, jab away. Because <laughs> believe me, I'm not going to hold any punches in a little bit. Because I am going to talk about what I was dealing with this evening. Um, You may know. Apple recently, uh, refreshed their iPhone line. Um, especially if you listen to Alex's show, he, uh, he talked, he talked about his upgrade experience. Now I'm going to talk about mine and, uh, let's see, wait. Oh, there we go. (laughs) Alex just repeated the exact same tweet, but to Getting Geeky MJ. That's right. If you want to contact me, uh, you can send me a tweet at Getting Geeky MJ. Um, I have to apologize if I sound like I'm still a little bit off. I am still very congested. Um, although I thought I was going to actually be able to do a show without being quite so congested because I was feeling great earlier today. I actually cleared up for a bit and uh maybe an hour and a half ago i i took a decongestant just to make sure that i would be clear during the show but um nope <laughs> so i i am feeling much much better than i was on friday um much better than i was on saturday and sunday and even yesterday uh yes the last few days have have, have left me feeling gross and, and yucky. And, and I feel so sorry for the lady at the grocery store on Saturday who was asking me how I got my hair to look so good. And I just kind of stared at her for a moment because I thought she was messing with me, but I just, kind of like uh i haven't washed it in like two or three days and i just brushed it you know frankly i was feeling pretty gross i wasn't feeling great about myself at that moment apparently it was sunday so yeah it i think a lot i don't know it it had been days since i washed my hair because i was feeling sick who gives a frack you know and I just I felt so bad after I said yeah I haven't washed it in a few days and I just brushed it out but apparently it was looking pretty good I was getting my nat- natural curls and um and all that in my hair I I don't know the cat told me it actually did look pretty good uh, which I, I I was very very shocked but I felt bad because just the way I responded to the lady and she told me that ever ever since. Uh, she had her cancer treatments. Her hair just has never been the same. And I had no idea. Of course, I had no idea. But here I am hitting my microphone cable. Um, now, here I am saying like, ah, I don't know. I didn't do anything. And, and I'm, I'm gross. Leave me alone. And, and And she's legitimately reaching out to me. I felt really bad about that. But what can you do? I, I I didn't know in the moment. And, and frankly, I, I mean, how the hell are you supposed Like, I, I wouldn't ever look at someone and be like, you know, like, oh, you look like you've had cancer. Let me, you know, come on. No, I I don't... At least I try not to judge people when, when I look at them, you know, unless they're wearing a god-awful hideous outfit. Then I'll judge them for that because, you know, frankly... I love people watching, and I love making fun of people's outfits. I'll make fun of the choices you, you make, not who you are. <laughs> that's that's what level of horrible person I am. That's that's my comfort level. You make a bad choice, and I'll secretly Google at it. Alrighty. Oh, gosh, where was I? Anyway. Um, <laughs> oh... The bong's upstairs. I haven't used it in years. Um, <laughs> See, now I'm just replying to to personal messages that are are flying in. Um, anyhow, so where was I? Right, my iPhone. Um, Apple released the iPhone 6s and 6s Plus, and they also offered the upgrade program and I started looking at numbers and the numbers I looked at were if I switch my, my plan down to, um, Verizon's got this, this new plan where you pay, uh, it's like $60 for six gigs of data and then $20, uh, per device, you know, or $20 per smartphone, unless it's something that's currently on a payoff program, then it's $40. But I st- and Apple has their iPhone upgrade program. So I ran the numbers today and I looked at it and I've been I've been checking for for the availability of the 6S in the rose gold 128 gigabytes because, you know, I like having the most storage possible so I can download all of my music. Um, I keep a lot of photos on my phone and I also like to keep a few videos here and there. I don't want to run out of space. So I go with the 128 gigabytes. And so I ran the numbers today and I have a standing offer from Gazelle to sell them my, uh, iPhone six because I had a feeling I was going to want to upgrade. So before Apple did the announcement, in fact, the day before Apple did the announcement, I went over to Gazelle and uh, uh, got the offer, which is good for 30 days. And it runs out in a couple of days. So I'm coming up to the wire. I've been keeping track of the, uh, you know, the stock at a local store, you know, checking the reservations, seeing if I can actually get in. And for the last couple of days, they've actually had the rose gold iPhone success in the 128 gigabyte uh, option available, or at least I've, I've had the opportunity to upgrade to it since Thursday. And i finally ran the numbers today and looked at it. And I'll spare you the details of running all of the numbers, but if I switch down to the new Verizon plan, that is essentially the same plan as the one that I had, uh, plus the iPhone upgrade program uh, for the new device and then paid off the contract on my iPhone 6 and sold that to Gazelle, I would be paying approximately $3 more per month um, for the new device altogether, but that is with $0 down, and I would walk out with a net $120 in my pocket. The math made a lot of sense. So I'm now staring at my brand new iPhone 6S in rose gold because i yeah. You know, I really thought about going with this 6s plus. Um but you know, I just hold that giant freaking phone and and the giant phones just aren't for me. I don't like it. No, you know, I see I just feel like Mr. Horse on uh on Ren and Stimpy. No sir, I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh, I haven't thought about Ren and Stimpy in a long time. Um But ah oh. My gosh, I love them. I absolutely love them. Anyway, I'm getting off topic here. So, ran the numbers. Everything was supposed to work. I called up uh, Verizon just to make sure that what I wanted to do was going to work, and they gave me the go-ahead. Of course, it didn't play out that way. Um, so, now, I, I'm... And, uh, I activated the phone, it ported the number over, everything's fine. Um, yeah, I, I have tested uh, all of the aspects of the phone. Um, I can make calls on it. My text messages go to the 6S and not the 6, so everything ported over just fine. However, when I got home during Alex's show, I called up good old Verizon. And told them, okay, I made the changes that we talked about earlier today. I would like to pay off the contract uh, for my iPhone 6 so I can sell it to Gazelle and and walk away a happy camper. But no, they made the changes to my calling plan. And unfortunately, uh, the iPhone 6 has not been released the plan is now costing me $20 more than I was anticipating because I'm on a payoff plan uh, and I spent a a good while on the phone with a very nice representative named Paula she was very sweet um and, and very interested in my problem because you know I would not be sebs if I did not find new and interesting ways to screw myself over. Uh, (laughs) So needless to say, right now, I've got two phones. Um, One of them I absolutely cannot pay off, and and the people over at Verizon could not figure out how to make it so that I could pay it off uh, so that I can send it in and, and, and walk away with $120 in my pocket. Now... If it turns out that I did something wrong, I will be fine with walking away with less, so long as, um, so long as I am able to sell the phone. This will end up being a a net positive income transaction for me, um, but it's very frustrating, and. I'm a little worried, and now I'm going to have to deal with it tomorrow, and tomorrow's Wine Wednesday. So I'm definitely going to need that bottle uh, tomorrow night. But I'm just kind of disenfranchised by this entire upgrade debacle. And, you know, I'm considering having a big fight with the cat and then becoming a Luddite until my problem's fixed, you know. No Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Skype, or email for me only technology I'll use is what I need to do to do the show and (laughs) (laughs) I can't do it I just you know I I just don't I don't have the rage I kind of don't care right now and so I just have to say at at what point does my you know my attempted teasing of a friend turn into just being mean to a network mate with a flair for the dramatic (sighs) I don't know but that does remind me of a joke. Uh, what do you call a lesbian who fakes her orgasms? Okay. A master lesbian. Why? Because she's acting! Brilliant! Yeah, okay. I'll file that one. Uh- <laughs> oh, unfortunately, um, this whole debacle really took up my entire evening, um... And I had a whole bunch of, uh, (laughs) getting a message from my, uh, from, from, from my lovely roommate. Ew. (laughs) Come on. There's gotta, there's gotta be SNL fans out there. You know, I, 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 I personally am not a fan of John Lovitz, but you know, the, the master thespian with, uh, John Lithgow, uh, that was a great segment. <laughs> oh oh let's see. Uh, Alex says we all become Luddites until the problem abates itself. Yeah, but Alex, I was I'm just taking another jab at you. You know how I do. <laughs> no, I did not say S and M, I said SNL. It's this stupid the congestion came back right before I went on the air, like maybe five minutes before I went on the air. And it was just like, really, really now, now is when you're going to like screw me up. And, 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 uh." ah, just grumble, grumble. (laughs) And you know what's really sad? I can't even really... I wonder if I can actually turn off these notifications so I can't see every tiny little thing that 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 freaking cat is sending me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look at that. Someone uh, figured out... Oh, wait. Why is it showing me as online? I hadn't flipped it online yet. Oh, well. Whatever. Technology is taking over, folks. Hi, Katie. If you're going to say that, at least say it into your microphone. Oh, that's not the right mic. Oh, stop it. <laughs> just, yeah, just no. Say it into my microphone. Don't mess with yours. don't tell me what to do. Here, I, I can say it for you, I think. Shut the fuck up, thieves. Close enough. <laughs> Caller, who are you and where the hell are you calling from?
1: Uh, My name's Megan.
0: <laughs> well, I shout believe- out to Megan.
1: I believe I got a shout out earlier.
0: (laughs) Yes, you did. Yes, you did, ma'am.
1: I gotta go work in a freezer. Cold seeds.
0: (laughs) See you later, kitty. Uh, and there he goes, folks. Oh, hey, kitty, do me a favor. Double check the garage and make sure I didn't leave it open. I had to go back out there tonight, and uh, now I'm just suddenly paranoid that I may have left it open. Alright, thank you very much, and you have a good night. With a K! <laughs> I can't believe that saying goodnight to my roommate has become a staple on this show.
1: (laughs) Shout out to Megan, caught on. Anything can happen.
0: Indeed. Indeed. (laughs) Oh my gosh, who are are we getting here? We are getting shout out to Megan. Hello, shout out to Megan. How are you?
2: I am doing just dandy.
0: Exactly who I thought it was. I, I I like the picture that you've chosen for yourself tonight. It actually is indeed Megan Kelly. Oh yeah. Uh so I had a whole bunch of stories uh lined up for me to review and everything uh during my approximately two hours before the show. And uh I gotta say this whole uh phone debacle completely took me away from it. But hey, that's how these things work out, right?
1: I, yeah, I I don't know. I don't deal with Apple, and I'm happy. Oh, sorry.
0: Fair enough. Fair
1: oh, enough. Yeah. Only only Apple shot tonight. I swear. Well, other than this luscious apple cider.
0: <laughs>
1: why, why are you leaning in real close, Patrick?
2: Because I want you to talk shit about Apple, and then I can slap you.
1: Apple's too easy to pick on. They'll get their feet back. They'll be fine. But right now, they're fucked up. Nah,
0: they're fine. They're Uh, not
1: adjusting uh, to their Lord and Savior being gone yet.
0: Oh, come on. Really? Why why does everyone always jump to the, you know, oh, ever since, you know, it's been four fucking years. It's been four years and two days. Get over it. Tim Cook's been in charge for a long time.
2: Wow, that's. That's almost like as long as since I've been laid. So it, he's the reason I haven't been laid. it that bastard died.
0: It was October. It was October fourth, two thousand eleven, right? I think.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, it it, it hadn't been that long. Nah, no, shit.
0: Since. I was off by a day. It was October fifth. Yesterday. Yesterday was uh, four years.
2: Yeah. Damn it. Well, it's been. Three, but I now blame him. Thank you, Johnny.
0: Wait, Whoa. it's been three. Did we go back? D- d- did I get in a DeLorean? <laughs> uh, I'm oh, oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. Now I know where you're at. Oh, you, you really confused me there for a second, Patrick. We've also been joined by uh, Mark Thorner. Hey, Mark. Hello. <laughs> i feel bad you told me earlier today that that uh you had ordered your iphone and it's on its way and i just went like uh yeah i'll go get one i just walked into the store and got it i kind of feel
3: well
0: you know yeah
3: what can i tell you on the slow boat (laughs) (laughs)
0: literally from china
3: yeah yeah you know called ups yeah. yeah uh uh, it's like, yeah, what, you know, ordered it online, what can I say? So Part of the reason is I just don't want to step in the store.
0: That's fair enough. Now, yeah, you know. Uh, I do have a story that Johnny will love, and it is an Apple-related story, actually, but he'll love it nonetheless. And Johnny, did you know that Doom has been ported to a smartwatch? I did know that. Did you watch the gameplay of Doom on the Apple Watch?
1: Yes. I've watched them play Doom on an HP printer. (laughs) It is, I swear, there's got to be a Guinness Book of World Records for most ported software, and it will be Doom because they'll make it run on anything.
0: It's not a real computer unless it can play Doom. Well, that's the standard, isn't it? What's crazy is it actually looked like it was playable. Yeah. Although I think that they missed uh, the upgrade armor. It's been a long time since I've played, but isn't there armor in that in, in that first little bit in, in the level? You know, you kill the two like, guys and then you walk when you in. Go up,
1: when you go up to the top of the stairs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there should be a green armor there.
0: Yeah, they totally missed the armor. What the hell? Motherfuckers. Take it back. (laughs) Okay, and it's been how long since I've played Doom, and I'm looking at that going like, wait, isn't there armor there? (laughs) And this is why I hate my memory, because I can remember things like that. You know, I guess it's just the priorities. (laughs) To be fair,
1: Doom is one of those iconic games where most people know there's supposed to be a set of green armor at the top of the stairs. (laughs) In fact, the, the whole point of the armor being at the top of the stairs was for them to show off that there were stairs in this game. Yeah, okay. Uh, that, they added, uh, as far, if I remember right, Romero added that room in after just to be like, look, we have stairs now. Because <laughs> Wolfenstein did not. Original programming was supposed to have um, tilted floors, but they decided to go with just the straight ones because... I, I don't know. I When Carmack says it's the best option, I believe him. That being said, I have never had as much faith in Oculus Rift as I do now.
0: And why is that?
1: Uh, Mr. Carmack programs for them. Oh. And they have Facebook okay. money.
0: Okay. <laughs> Between Facebook money
1: and Carmack convincing the hardware to do shit it shouldn't be able to do, which is what he's been doing for the last 20 years— this is going to be awesome. It's been, as long more, as than, he,
0: it's been more than twenty years. Uh, it's what he's been doing for like the last thirty years.
1: Sorry, yeah. I got I got stuck on Doom being twenty two years old. Oh, twenty two years old in December. Yes, he's been doing it for like thirty years.
3: Wait a minute. I remember the original Wolfenstein on the Atari eight hundred, huh? and it was a completely overhead game. Very minimal graphics. I mean, literally, yeah. So simple, and and it had a voice that was. Now you think, oh my god! But did I just hear Octoon? You know, it was just like, yeah. oh, how do they do that? Um. Well, and the, and the next called, thing I
1: know, it becomes this completely different game. Well, the reason you know, Wolfenstein like, 3D exists is because. The company that uh, published it went out of business, and they right. like there there was no copyright on the IP because you know eighties right, and so they're like we should do a game like this yeah 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 we should and I was like holy shit we can have the Wolfenstein IP
0: <laughs> so
1: like th- that's how Wolfenstein 3D and to put in context the significance of the original top down i think it was all ascii driven uh yeah yeah wolfenstein they're making another wolfenstein game what is this 30 years later and they're they're working on like they're still working on this property like that's amazing when you think about it I'll agree with i, I that. I believe it's older than Mario, but I'd have to go look at when. It is. I think you're you're right, Johnny. Because wasn't Mario's first game Donkey Kong? Yes. Yeah.
0: Uh, That was the first appearance of Mario.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Hey, getting geeky is the best place to fucking bring up video game history here. I'm a happy guy. Let me take a drink of cider.
0: Well, uh, as long as long as we're on uh, on this thread, um, did you see that Microsoft uh, bought the Havoc engine?
1: I did see that.
0: And the Havoc engine, uh, for anyone who may not know, is what powers Halo as well as Call of Duty. Uh, Basically,
1: walk to your game shelf Grab any five cases. Four of them will probably have the word Havoc on it.
0: Or pop in a DVD, like maybe The Matrix. Yep. Or yep. the other example that I saw was uh, Troy. You know, the, oh, the, the nice. one with ba- Brad, Brad Pitt, you know, all, all uh, uh Brad Pitt, Eric Vanna first time I ever saw Orlando Bloom, if I remember correctly, or maybe, maybe it was, no, that was not the first time I ever saw Orlando, I remember the first time I saw Orlando Bloom, and that was definitely in, uh, uh, don't make a face, Patrick, I know I'm giving attitude right now, but I really remember, I really remember the first time I ever saw Orlando Bloom, and it was in, uh, The Lord of the Rings, and, I just remember the second that I saw him on screen, was like, you know, not really my type, but, oh, there's the heartthrob for the movie.
1: I felt the same way about Brad Pitt. Obviously, he wasn't in Lord of the Rings, but, you know, yeah, not not really my game, but I might step up to bat just this once. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> so you do want to have an interview with a vampire yes <laughs> all righty then
1: <laughs> and i hope he gives me a choice that wasn't given to him or is that oh. that line <laughs> oh it's Close been enough. so long since i've seen that yeah i know it's been oh god i love and hate Anne rice all at the same time because it's not her fault. Interview with the Vampire was amazing. And a lot of the other work she did, the synopsis I've got of it, was amazing. But somehow, some dumb people watched Interview with the Vampire, completely missed the fucking point, and we end up with Twilight. <laughs> I'm, I'm skipping some steps. in there. Now, I saw it today. Does anybody know about this? It was you saw a book Twilight called, today? Uh, no, I haven't watched in a while. I don't think I've seen the last one. Anyway, um... I saw today just buying a sugar-free Red Bull, and it says, life and death, Twilight reimagined. Well, I had to look closer and like, yep, Stephanie Meyer wrote it. So basically I'm assuming um, she realized she can't write anything else, and since Fifty Shades of Grey is fan fiction based on Twilight, and it outsold her, she figured she would do fan fiction based on her own work and outsell herself? This is without looking into it.
2: It's a free market, man. I like my up. theory. But, uh yeah, you know, I didn't know the Fifty Shades thing was a takeoff from Twilight fan fiction until, I mean, I read up on it uh, a couple of months after I started hearing about it. But I found that amazing that the fan fiction did as well as it did. And... I know I know I mean and all she did was having to change the names but the everything else could basically remain the same and um yeah I I know I saw uh I don't know one of, one of those uh twilight things and uh, it It was very Twilight-y,
1: and that was was enough. Yeah. Well, and the funny thing, too, uh, original story was called Master of the Universe, and the only reason Fifty Shades of Grey became a book was the fanfic site that, I can't remember her name, uh, uploaded it to, said, you know, that's a little racy for us. Can you take it down? And that inspired her to rewrite it, release it as her own book, and I believe
0: the last time we talked about this, because for some reason... Probably the last time you called. Um, So it was called Master of the Universe. Was it some kind of, like, Twilight, He-Man crossover fanfic? I mean...
1: I I don't know. I didn't read it. uh, I mean, know what it was called.
0: Mr. Grey really does have the power.
1: (laughs) I didn't get that from that movie...
0: I, I thought... Uh, Johnny, was, I'm talking out of my ass right now. I haven't read either or seen either, you know...
1: Oh, you've got to see it.
0: I don't care.
1: You have she to see it at least. It. No, I don't. Different. Johnny,
2: I I don't need to see it either. So, Melinda and I are, are
1: together
0: on this. Solidarity, brother. Yep. Alrighty. righty.
1: I don't make a habit of... Purposely recommending bad movies. I know I have questionable taste, and most people don't. Uh, uh, you know, I, I don't pick out fan favorites all the time. We'll say, but for some reason, I recommend watching this one.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just going to pass. I, I no absolutely no interest whatsoever in Neither this, did I. no interest in and the I books. My ass and off. you know what? And my boss even recommended to me that I read the books, and. Uh, no, I don't. There are better things I would rather do with my time. You know, there <laughs> like, there's... like, like
1: read a real book or not a real book, read a book that's actually about BDSM.
0: No, I don't care. I don't care. I, I would that's... rather reread The Martian and and obsess over the fact that it made something like fifty eight million dollars this weekend.
1: I love that story, too. mean <laughs> You know, it, from the beginning, it,
0: like hold I, on, hold on, Johnny. Sorry. What's up, Mark?
3: It made its budget back already.
0: Yep, worldwide, it,
3: already, it made it's already going to going to profit.
0: Yep, worldwide, it made over one hundred million dollars,
3: and it's only a hundred, only a hundred and five million dollar movie, which is still mind blowing.
0: Yeah, but considering
1: in this day and age of three hundred million dollar megabusters. That's pretty damn good, yeah. And um, they're not even selling those for sixty bucks a pop or more, like they are video games.
0: Yeah, nice. well, no, I
1: mean, I mean, video games are putting in that kind of budget too, right? But the the thing I love about the Andy Weir story, uh, you know, after getting to listen to the interview with you, uh, I just I love how this started as a book on a blog for free,
0: and When did he say that
1: was? 2002?
0: Uh, 2003, if I remember correctly.
1: But, you know, like, less than 15 years later, everybody's making money off this thing.
0: And, you know, I'll have to look up the the little uh, graphic that Marianne sent me. Um, It made me laugh hysterically. And actually, I think it may have come in um, while... show was live in fact it may have actually just been last week i don't know
1: you mentioned it on last week's show
0: okay well i'm gonna say it again from saving private ryan to interstellar to the martian america has spent a ridiculous amount of money to retrieve matt damon
1: (laughs) and he is worth every penny he's another one i don't play for that team but I wouldn't mind throwing the opening pitch
0: you got you have to, I like, that's you a have be, to that's see a better one right that's a better one there than you go time. I like yes. it I like it it's and you pitch. you gotta see the Martian uh just for the gratuitous Matt Damon with his shirt off uh shots I'm in and and there actually is one scene where you get to see his butt
1: and he so. has he has a butt it's not just like some flat cracking and, and legs. No, no, no. He's got a nice round. We're going too far with this. This
0: one, it, it, it was a little CGI by this point. But what yeah, you got, a- What you got, Mark? What you got?
1: All I can think of is
3: Jane, Silent Bob Strike Back Hunting Season. <laughs> yeah,
0: I
1: know. <laughs>
0: Applesauce, bitch.
1: Yeah. Gosh, <laughs> I don't like the sound of those apples, Will. What are we going to do? I know, <laughs> and I love that, was, and that, that. That movie
3: had had so many good jaw dropping. Did I just see that? But that was the one where, okay, and, these guys are very cool. <laughs> they can do this.
0: It's one of my favorite yeah. breaking the fourth wall scenes. You know, because they're they're talking about the various flicks that you need to do, and then like, oh, and then there's the flick that you do because your friend says that you owe them. And they look at the camera and give a little nod. <laughs>
1: but Damon and Affleck. Like they're just cool. Like like the Jimmy Kimmel, I'm fucking Matt Damon and then response, I'm fucking Ben Affleck videos were hilarious. And you could tell they're good sports. And and then even seeing an interview with Matt Damon after that, they bring it up and they're like, Yeah, I don't know, I don't know how Jimmy and uh and Sarah are doing, I, I don't know. I think they're working things out. But I am having a lot of sex uh, uh, with Sarah. So like, like, and this is like Entertainment Tonight. He doesn't care. He'll still play along with the joke, right? Mm-hmm. Even um, when they interviewed him about uh, being a superhero, he's like, um, "I already was a superhero, Jason Bourne, and Jason Bourne could kick Batman's ass." Oh, damn. And you know, and you know, that's just him having fun with his best
0: friend. That one I missed. That um, that one I missed. Um, I forget where I but, heard
1: about it, but yeah,
0: that's that certainly sounds uh, fun. And
1: Jason Bourne is a superhero. I never thought about it until that. Till I heard that, I'm like,
0: well, oh yeah. yeah, he is.
1: Oh, I totally, totally.
0: I don't know. <laughs> w- w- would you agree, Patrick? Is, is Jason Bourne a superhero? It seems like the kind of story you can get into.
2: Well,
0: yeah. Oh, I'm gonna, ha- I'm, I'm gonna have to milk it to get a reaction out of you tonight. <laughs> wow. What are we milking? Um, how about the wildlife over at Chernobyl?
1: Oh, there's. Are we going for green milk?
0: Well, there has been a long-term study that is showing what's been happening to the wildlife numbers uh around the Chernobyl evacuation zone. Oh, do go on. And it's actually quite interesting. It seems that the radiological fallout uh not so much a problem for them. In fact, oh. wildlife is is thriving. For
1: example, there was
0: a little girl
1: in Chernobyl that had four baby turtles.
0: Oh, no, no, we're not going there. We're not going there.
1: <laughs> okay, sorry, it's the low-hanging fruit. It's the only humor yeah. I have.
0: No, no, seriously, The the I was just reading an article uh, uh, this morning while I was freezing my butt off under my covers. Um, <laughs> uh, wuss. Yes, I'm a wuss. Wuss. I can handle temperatures hotter than you can, though, so suck it.
1: Uh, <laughs> worse. We get we get pretty hot up here where
0: I am. Just yeah, I know. I'm just saying that.
1: Actually, I've been freezing lately too, and I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, "Fuck me! What am I gonna do when it actually gets cold out?"
0: <laughs> yeah, I choose. To, uh, I have no intention of leaving Southern California. the uh, the The weather is, is quite nice over here. Um,
1: well, you you have another bedroom, right?
0: Well, it's occupied by the cat. Yeah,
1: yeah, that'll work. So. He works nights, I work days, it'll work out fine.
0: Okay. All right. As long as you bring honey and uh, Jenny brings uh, the wine. wine. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's What's up, Mark?
3: Johnny. One thing that you can survive,
1: Gore-Tex layers, lots of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, you know what I find works, and I know it's not supposed to, but... um. The underwear I wear is—it's the same thing the hockey players wear.
0: I thought you were going to say the Mormons.
1: No, 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 no. Surprisingly, their underwear is more aesthetics than anything. It's really thin and does not—let's um, uh, just say it would not keep you warm in your bed.
0: I say it's all the power of belief.
1: Well, yeah, but oh, no. Me? But they're okay. <laughs> We've been, hold on, was... Johnny.
0: Hold on, hold on. We've been joined by James Lee. How are you doing, James? Oh,
3: how are you doing, Miss Miranda? Just want to let you know you've got an excellent signal coming into the Hawaiian Islands tonight. Oh. Uh, as usual, you have a great show with your uh, community panel, although as a senior citizen here over the age of 70, we only understand about 20% of what you speak about. But that's okay because we're young at heart. And, again, I just want to wish you, give you folks' best wishes. It's about 80 degrees right now out here in the tropics, and uh, as usual, we're getting a tropical storm here. But anyway, I'll drop out now and let you folks go on. So, aloha and back to you.
0: Well, thank you very much. And I'm at only about 20%. Well, that that's remarkably about how much I know I'm actually, or how <laughs> much of what I'm speaking about I actually know. That's or what you're aiming for. something like that. Yeah. See, I'm proving it right now.
3: <laughs> now you folks are brilliant And I understand, hey, technology is the thing of the future I understand that Anyway, let me drop out now and wish you folks well And uh, have, a, have a great evening, bye bye
0: Alright, thank you very much Mahalo Well, that was nice, we got a nice little uh, Nice little uh, Update From uh, the Hawaiian Islands Very nice
1: Now I instantly feel like I need to class it up And stop talking about Mormon underwear But you got me started
0: Nope. We're moving on. Oh, I already regret making I that comment. I get
1: to talk about Mormon underwear.
0: Well, you have your own damn show. Two of them. There you go. There you go. Um, so the, uh, anyway, around uh, around Chernobyl, it, I was reading this article earlier today and it turns out that, that the fallout and the radio, you know, the, the uh, radiation, not so much problem for uh, animals. In fact, or the wildlife, it's actually thriving. Um, the The real the real threat to them is us. Yeah, that's <laughs> we are the <laughs> take, only thing. You take the humans out of the picture, the numbers go up. You know, the, uh, I think it, there's there was a, a a certain bear that was you know endangered and even its numbers are thriving you know and and the lot, they they've been doing the the study for i think 15 years i don't know i'm trying to pull up the article right now um, i think they said that they started the study 15 years ago um,
1: but it, i think it's just even more proof that we can't destroy the planet we can only destroy us mm-hmm. and it's everything's going to do fine without us
0: Unless we simmet, that being said i ain 't going nowhere unless we simultaneously like irradiate the entire surface of the planet um, you know in mutually assured destruction um, that the planet would bounce back we would i don't know because now we're getting into planet of the Apes type stuff you know may, maybe we would go underground and 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 develop psychic abilities and
1: See, now here's and, the problem.
0: and but how would we find Taylor?
1: We as humans are very vain creatures, and we have this terribly uh, hard problem of imagining a world without us.
0: Uh, I would love to know what Mark thinks about this.
3: There was a very good novel that I recommend you go out and buy by Neil Stevenson called The Seven Eves, that deals with, gee, what happens if you have a Situation where the planet is pretty much fucked and you have pretty much the space resources we have now. You have a finite amount of time before you can get as much resources off planet. What's going to happen to humanity? And boy, it's a great story. I mean, he tells great stories and this is like, you know, page turner. It's like, I want to, you know, Neil Stevenson does not write small books. You know, they're like, kind of fat this was you know where is this going you know (laughs) what's you know what's going on here and the payoff is very good very very you know makes you sit down back and wonder wow you know but it deals with that whole issue of what happens if and uh You know, you got to wonder, underground, what do you do? Do you go underground? Do you go underwater? Aha, another thing that people don't
1: realize. And it's just, what, what a question, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean. Interesting. I'm not saying I figured out a way to do it, but how do I put this? Take money out of it for a year and get a bunch of people. Focused on the betterment of whatever, um, I think we could do some pretty amazing things. But the problem is, we can't do those amazing things right now without money because you need money.
0: Well, that, uh, that's assuming we don't abandon capitalism. Um, well, the, but, yeah,
1: I guess that's what I'm saying. Abandon uh, capitalism in general.
0: But then, then, then again, if. <laughs>
1: Humans agree by nature will start over again with the bartering system.
0: Yeah, you can't make a sweeping change like that because people will fall back on on what they know. It would have to be, you know, I I mean, they just did this on uh, uh, Rick and Morty, uh, what two weeks ago, Uh, where they they did their oh, is that a cartoon? Yes, it's on Adult Swim, and it. Oh, wait, you're yeah. Um, you're Canadian, so y- you, you wouldn't have access to Adult Swim, most likely, you know, but... We uh, would
1: have a channel with it on.
0: Um, okay. I don't know. Every, every single time I bring something up, you're like, uh, Canadian, we don't have it here. Okay. But it's...
1: A lot of it just comes down to tracking it down. Like, uh, what did you say? Cartoon Network has right, the Adult, Adult it's, Swim it's, chunk? It's,
0: it, it's just just go to adultswim.com and you'll be able to see if you can actually get Rick and Morty or not. They just had the uh season finale on um, on on Sunday and 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 they freaking teased the audience. You know like, "Oh yeah, you know, now now you're going to be, you know, how about that cliffhanger? You 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 you're, 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 you're going to be waiting around for what? What a year, year and a half n- n- until we come back." You know, wasn't that a great cliffhanger? Screw you guys.
1: it was a great cliffhanger there was a show (laughs) called undergrads i believe it only had six episodes i think it was an mtv cartoon if i remember right um and they ended with a cliffhanger and never got funding for season two
0: no that happens all the time off that happens all the time um Gosh, what was the show I was really pissed about last year, and it clearly meant so much to me because I can recall it, you know, just just at a moment's well, notice.
1: Or, or is it the fact that they canceled like four really good shows, and you can't remember which one you like? Because I know, like, oh, I okay.
0: am still pissed off at Killer Women being canceled. What about Intelligence? I, I, oh my gosh, Intelligence was the one I was thinking of. Yeah, and then there was... Uh, I, I actually enjoyed that. The, and
1: Almost Human were the two where I'm just like, why the fuck did you cancel these?
3: I'm and Dracula. That HBO, that HBO canceled Carnival. That, that, there was no reason why it had to go away. And to this day, people are like, you know, you had the ratings, you know.
0: <laughs> oh my and, gosh, I just yeah, saw a funny... Sorry. Go ahead, Mark.
3: No, no. There's too much let out. Dollhouse was another one that I was really getting into, and then...
1: Huh? And then they
0: wrapped it up as quickly as they possibly could, and it wasn't... It didn't pay off at all.
1: Was Dollhouse the one with the pretty body? No, that was VIP. Never mind. I'm thinking something else. Dollhouse was
0: a Josh... Josh Whedon show, um, I almost called him Josh. Uh, it was a Josh Whedon show uh, that ran on Fox, I believe, um, and it starred El- Eliza Dushku. Hmm. And it was good. I rather enjoyed it. You know, she. I
1: want to say I've at least seen an episode of it because it's ringing a bell,
0: but I. It- she basically was part of this agency and and you know the the people in the agency could kind of be programmed and they would fulfill uh their missions and some some of them were just straight up rich people buying an escort uh a highly skilled escort um uh, but they would be able to actually wipe their memory banks and and turn them into a different person uh, for the duration of, uh, for the duration of the mission. And it was just it was an interesting yeah, I, I story. I know I've
1: seen at least one episode. Yeah, that's
3: an, it's the original idea that was behind Phil K. Dick's original novella for I can remember we can remember Few wholesale. I which mean, is why, well, finally, someone took the best part of the story, which never made it to the movie, you know, and they did something with it. You know, that you can take
1: anyone and make them a secret agent.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: Does anybody, and it's a little off topic, does anybody remember a show that got canceled very early with Christian Slater called My Own Worst Enemy or something yes. like that? Uh, kind of a similar premise where they go on these missions, like they basically have two personalities in their head. When they go on mission, they switch to one. And when they go home, they switch to another one so that they don't even know the secrets mm-hmm. um, that they're protecting. And, and, yeah, I think it only made it like he had nine li- episodes.
0: Yeah, he had a little bit of bleed through and and started unraveling the secrets of the organization. And- yeah. It was Another
1: really good movie. Oh, sorry. I'm going a mile a minute here. Leaving you behind. Sorry. <laughs> not, no, I brought so, up a show. We'll talk about it. It's okay.
0: I just saw a funny Twitter account called Riker Googling. And it, oh. it, it's because uh, I, I just saw it because someone retweeted uh, something. And the tweet itself was Starship keyboard shortcut fire phasers. <laughs>
1: nice. <laughs> Hell, I'm going to go so far as to say it's probably um, Command F instead of Alt F, but that's just me.
0: Uh, You think? uh, Okay. Oh yeah, I
1: I think Apple will make it in the long run. They've just hit a bit of a patch, right? Here's the one thing I've noticed: iPhone came out. I hate Apple. I don't want an iPhone. I had to wait for another company to come out with something to keep up to Apple and Apple right now seems to be, I'm not going to use the term keeping up to everyone else, but they seem to be doing similar things to everybody else. And I think they're going to hit stride probably with some kind of car something, something to do with automotives. I've even heard a rumor and I put no stock in, but, um, I heard a rumor that they're working on something that could be the automatic uh car driving software and looking to team up with Tesla.
0: Those rumors have been circling for a while. I know, I know.
1: And they've been and I think they've been squashed four or five times.
0: But- well, who knows? Because there was just the rumor that Apple is opening a second um uh ufo saucer
1: well yeah that and the, uh, like,
0: campus and one of the theories about that is that is where the uh automotive team is going to be based i don't know um, well, that, if that's only what I'm if kind of if only we had a formal apple employee on the panel um that might have thoughts on this because he could. follows the company i mean who, who could have
1: just said shut up johnny
0: I I love finding new and creative ways to say shut up, Johnny. Uh, that that is one of the fun challenges of of doing a show with shut you on up. it is is giving the other panelists uh, their say. <laughs> Go ahead, Mark.
3: You know, sixty minutes did a thing on uh, the smart, you know, the self driving cars, which. Surprised me because all the companies are much, much farther along. I mean, this isn't just the Google bubble car. And they were showing some really I mean, some stuff was kind of jaw dropping. I realized, wow, they've got they've all gotten independently this far. And again, you play the guessing game or the extrapolation game. So what's Apple's thing? I can't see Apple partnering this way, you know, to build a brand car. It was the same prediction with an Apple branded TV. Then it didn't make sense. Apple developing a hardware system that can be incorporated into cars. That's what I think is going to happen.
0: And they'll call it Car Kit.
3: But yeah, Car Kit probably. But but the weird thing. But with two T's.
0: And you'll have to have a flashing red light going across.
3: But they're, yeah, right. They're, they're all, but it was amazing to see, you know, the technology, where they all are with this. It's like we're so close to this right now. And it was actually pretty interesting because my, my mom pointed out to me that she remembers in the 1939 World's Fair, the General Motors Pavilion was talking about this when she was a kid. She mm-hmm. said, she, you know, it's like, yeah, here it is. They're fine, you know, finally we might actually get something where, we could see very much. In our, we're definitely going to see in our lifetime very soon.
0: You know, I actually just saw uh, earlier today a tweet from Mark Benioff. Uh, he's the CEO of Salesforce. Um, I guess there was some kind of event today, and Tesla made an announcement. Uh, but in the tweet, at least according to Mark Benioff, and I have reason to, lots of reasons to uh, believe this. Uh, apparently Elon Musk announced that, uh, the version seven update or software update for Tesla's will have self-driving capability. You know, it, it will have, uh, uh not, not full autonomous, but it will be able, um, to handle steering while on, uh, while on the highway and in traffic. On well, there. Software upgradable cars. I know. How cool is the time As that a we professional live? Oh, wait, driver. Johnny, Johnny, hold on, hold on. Patrick has thoughts on this.
2: All right. Have any of us recently upgraded with, oh, let's say, um, our OS system on our Macs and had some major fuck-up that have prevented us from operating certain aspects of our machine. Imagine your car that you rely on getting to and from work or wherever it is you need to go, and you upgraded it tonight. you plug it in in the garage or however it's going to be done and you go out there in the morning and you get settled you got your coffee you're sitting there you put the key in or you push the button or whatever it's going to be and you get a notification that says uh it's not going to work with your steering program because xyz company that made the steering program has not upgraded with our OS, uh, you know, so uh, your car is basically fucked today. Hi, Mr. So-and-so, my boss, I can't come into work today because I did the software upgrade on my car, and um, it's not compatible with my steering software, so I'm waiting for that to happen.
0: And not just that. Let's hear from the professional driver. Because I, I well, love this angle as well.
1: See, I look at driving software like your key fob. Yes, you have buttons to unlock your your truck, we'll say. Um, by the way, I thought S10s were kind of cool back in the day, too. But. Thank you. I, I've driven a couple. They're, they're okay. Rangers, not so much. Anyway. And, and I just I like a,
0: small trucks, and the S10 was the best of them. Second best. But, um. The best.
1: I had an 88 Small Dodge. Truck. I had an 88 Dodge Dakota that ran for years when it shouldn't have, but, <laughs> but
0: <laughs> that may have been before Dodge started sucking. I don't know.
1: Uh, yes, it was. Um, in case you were wondering that year would be 1994. Anyway,
0: uh, <laughs> the Is that thing when with Price the bought op- them.
1: I can't remember. Or when I'm, I'm pulling years out of my ass. Know. Um, that's just when I think 94 was when the body style and everything changed. But anyway, your key fob, if the battery in it dies and it doesn't work, you still have a key that you could walk up and manually unlock your door with. Now, maybe it's 530 in the morning and you're standing outside and you click the button and nothing happens. And you stand there for a second before you realize you have a key and you feel disappointment. Not, not because... You, rem- you don't feel pride that you remembered you had a key. You felt disappointment that it took you a few seconds to remember you had one. But what I'm, what I'm trying to get to metaphorically is if these cars don't have some form of manual override so that you can drive it and eventually we will get to the point because, I mean, people don't know how to drive today. People listening at home, a stop line is where the front of your car stops behind, not the fucking back of your car. And I'm not, not waving your front you through the wheels, intersection all of because your car. I'm being nice. I'm waving you through because you're in the fucking way. So don't wave at me. Sorry.
0: Sorry. Good rant. Good rant. It is yeah. being suggested that small trucks are for cold people. Duh. Smaller cabin, faster to heat up. <laughs>
1: oh yes, I I had a like I had a great big truck, but it was just a single cab. Oh, that thing was awesome. It was warm, fucking windows, everything melted five minutes. There you go. And Patrick. it was a three
0: quarter ton. So, Patrick, what you got?
2: The, the follow up point to what uh, Johnny was saying with having a manual, you know, override is. How?
0: 9,000, anyone? Well, I mean... I, I, I don't know. I do, I I do think, think
1: we'll get to the point where, like you say, somebody will be pulled over on the side of the road with a car that, yes, they can put back into auto, um manual driver mode. They could take it out of autopilot, and they won't know what to do yeah. because because they didn't have to learn how to drive. The way they're saying... Uh, Similar to the way they're saying uh, the average person uh, can't write as well as they can type. Because the the average person has no use for writing. They can type. Same, same, like, you know, they're not illiterate. They use words. Hell, they, they can have entire conversations with little pictures now. Our communication, as much as... A lot of people out there want to say it's devolved. It's evolved.
0: Uh, you can make it. You, you can kind of make an argument both ways. Because and many in have. A, and and it, many it, have. Well, but in a way, we are going back to pictograms, but we're really rediscovering that a picture can be worth a thousand freaking words.
1: Well, now what? I, I'm not that familiar with Japanese, but aren't there a whole bunch of characters that are basically single character words? Some people might call single-character words pictures or pictographs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And as far as I know, Japanese culture has been around longer than us. Uh,
0: I do not know enough about Eastern scripts uh, to comment on this. Neither, neither do May- I. Maybe... I Mark.
3: There's there's two types of written script, hitakari and katakari. And it's interesting because signage though is done with Chinese characters. And the Chinese alphabet, which is older than the Japanese, is all picto- is all pictogram based. In fact, um The typesetting machines for Chinese books were these huge monsters and 3,000 characters in that language. Now, I'm not saying every Chinese person knows them because we're talking some real ancient terms that just aren't used, but it just boggles the mind. And, of course, you go back there, sanscripters, Mm -hmm. hieroglyphic. But it's interesting. When you go into Japan, you're, you're actually Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. Just sorry. I just glanced and read something Jim said.
1: he doing that to you, too? <laughs> um,
3: yeah. Uh, uh, it's just when you go to Japan, it's just you, you're, you're seeing Chinese and Japanese. And it's like, huh? You know, so, you know, it's just kind of confusing that way. So they deal with it. You know, it's like, fine, you can deal with it. And yes, because even in in Japan, Japanese. Yeah, they they're pretty much pictographs. Right. Or they started out as pictographs, you know.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, the funny thing is, is I think I'm the cool guy because I'm not going to fuck around with no emojis. I'm not going to learn that shit. And I think I've stuck to that mind frame just long enough that I have officially become the old white guy who's out of date. Because emojis are never going to catch on, right? You're 33. Four? Uh, Three? I mean, not age-wise. Yes, 33. Uh, not like <laughs> I, I don't mean age-wise. I mean as much as... I've taken my brain and I've said, you know what? We're full. Fuck all your newfangled fancy uh, emojis and self-driving cars. I like things better the way they were. And if I told you about the price of gas, so around you're here, just
0: a stubborn asshole. We all knew that. Yeah, but you I'm too on the can call I'm up on you. On d- the wrong hold, side. Johnny, hold on, hold on, hold on. You too can call Gabnet live right now and be abused by Miranda Janelle, the queen of Gabnet. did you come here for an argument or did you come here for abuse
1: I was was about to say you mean people get this kind of
0: treatment for free wait who are you paying oh
1: wait! I I thought I was paying
0: you who have I been paying exactly you should be paying me
1: yeah well Jim set it up
2: should I get my uh, gimp suit right now
0: all I know is I look forward to the self driving car so that I can read fifty shades of gray while being driven to the house of pain. Okay Wow, that was yeah, I heard the crickets on that one. All right. No, I, I
1: I I sat there in awe. Don't don't mistake my crickets for lack of respect. I sat there in awe going I hate when she does that. Spits out that one thing I can't top.
0: So you're bottom? And the show's devolving, so I'm going to say Johnny, Mark, and shout out to Megan. <laughs> All right, Patrick, of course. Thank you guys for uh, joining me this evening. I have, uh, uh, as always, enjoyed your company.
1: Holy shit. I just got DM'd a shit ton of emojis. <laughs> I don't even know what they mean. There's pictures of cats and beer and wine and fist bump and pizza and thumbs up. Awesome. And I think
0: a pig. Well,
2: that's, what, that's what they are. They they mean
1: exactly what you're looking at. Oh, there's a poo.
0: Is it a smiley boy? Like,
1: not, not the monkey from Aladdin, but like a, a poop. I go, yes. oh, the fucking monkey. Shoot the fucking monkey. <laughs>
0: all right, guys. have a good night. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was fun. <laughs> All righty then. All right, let's see. What 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 do I have over here? Nope, no auto incorrects tonight because hey, there weren't really any show notes. Um, oh, you know, I forgot to mention. Yesterday was uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson's fifty seventh birthday. Um, uh, he had a whole string of uh, "When I Was Your Age" tweets, and and one of them was that Pluto was a planet. Um, that uh he 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 was talking about the oh my gosh I am blanking uh the concorde <laughs> the supersonic jet uh that burned up the ozone um it just just a whole bunch of uh, uh uh great tweets going out uh yesterday and i'd like to remind everyone that he does do uh star trek star trek no star talk radio um the, uh, congestion is really starting to get the best of me, even though I, I had every intention of saying talk. Um, yeah, flubbing it. I don't know. I don't know what's going on anymore. Uh, <laughs> but hey, I, I, I never really do. It, it, it's, it's like I was saying, I, I, I really only know about 20% of what I'm actually saying or something like that. I don't know. I think I'm just going to get out of here. <laughs> and that is officially going to do it for our broadcast day, but we'll be back tomorrow with three new Citizen Panels for you, starting at 9.30 p.m. with Damian Chaplin in The Exchange. At 10 p.m. Eastern, we've got Alex Bennett's Ramble. And at midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific, Revelstoke Gyms Canadian content. Remember to use the Vulcan hashtag, bitch and shout out to Megan. I will be back next Tuesday at midnight Eastern here on GabNet, a tune-in partner. Thanks for joining me.